Hey guys, I'm Chantel. And I'm Chris. And this is Forgotten Fridays. Hello, Tube Addicts, and welcome back to Forgotten Fridays. Um, I am here with your lovely host, Chantel. Um, Hello, hey and in true crime podcast news, uh, the lowlife scum in the case of Ahmad Arbery were found guilty today. So, Hello. yes, yes. Um, so hopefully they will be doing some serious time here. Hopefully, fingers crossed, right? Yeah. But it's definitely good to know, Shan, that you know this case got justice. That's awesome. Yes. Um, yes. Ahmad Arbery deserves that justice. I'm so happy to hear. Sometimes the law does work the way it's supposed to. Yeah, and you were saying earlier that um. Uh, you know, it doesn't, it's not going to like bring him back or anything or, you know, right. return that life to his family, but it is something for them. I'm, I'm assured, you know? Right. Exactly. Yes. So I'm happy about that, but I'm sad because I have a sad case to tell you guys today. So this is one of those types of cases that all of us women fear. It's like that everyday fear kind of case. And some of you have probably heard about this case. It's been everywhere from TikTok to other social media apps and even in the local news from time to time. This is the case of Abigail, also known as Abby Saldana. Jessica Contreras explained her daughter to WFAA as a young woman with a lot of love. She was a great person, hardworking and very courageous. She was 22 years old at the time of her death and working at Rick's Cabaret in Fort Worth, Texas. Abby's mother lives in Wichita Falls and said Abby had moved to the Dallas-Fort Worth area two years ago with her five-year-old son. She actually worked multiple jobs to support her son, including a brow studio and a high-end bar. On October 26th, around 8.40 p.m., police were dispatched to Highway 183, eastbound in reference to a car speeding off the shoulder of the road and into the grass. Police arrived on the scene and identified the victim by her passport as Abigail Saldana. She was pronounced dead on the scene from a gunshot wound to the right arm and back, according to the Fort Worth police. The affidavit from the department states detectives who arrived on the scene were able to locate three shell casings and broken glass at the intersection of Amon Carter Boulevard and Highway 183, where they believe Abby was shot before entering the freeway. While investigating the scene, detectives noticed there was clothing in the vehicle that they determined to be worn by exotic dancers. They also noticed within view of the car was the Rick's Cabaret. So they actually went there to see if Abby did in fact work there. And Chris, I just want to like point out like, whoa, do you see this police work going on here? Top notch, top notch. The invest the <laughs> detective skills here. Oh my gosh, big brain plays are going on here. Like, Noticing yeah. oh, exotic dancing clothes. Rick's cabaret, it's right there. Oh my god, she may work there. Like oh. wow, I was impressed. Kudos for worth. I see you. Yeah, that's great. So since they did see that Rick's Cabaret, they did see the, the exotic dancer clothing, they put two and two together, they decide we're going to go talk to Rick's and see if this person did in fact work here. 
The manager at Rick's did confirm that Abby worked there and that a customer that he knew as Stan, a military vet, had been harassing her, which is so telling after she has just been killed unexpectedly. Heavy, heavy sus on that. Stan is not a good name, Shan. We know Man, this. As soon as I read his name as Stan, I was like, Matisse, don't <laughs> Like, Wait, this is not good. <laughs> what is it? Uh, truly yours, your biggest fan, Stan. Stan. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. a good look, Stan, already. So the manager at this point showed the detectives a post that Abby had made on her Instagram on October 14th in which she found a tracker on her vehicle. I'm going to play the audio from her video now. You can also find a link to our Instagram page in the show notes where I will have the actual video listed. why you have to be careful i don't really know what to do moving forward with this but this definitely looks like a tracker to me all right so this is so crazy you guys so crazy like who would do this it says sell So you can hear in the video that basically we, she found this tracker on her car. And if you go to our, our Instagram page, you can see the video there where she shows it. But she finds this tracker on her vehicle. And on Instagram, she's basically telling her followers, hey, this is weird. This is so weird. Look out for this. So I just want to take a second to say how scary to find an actual tracker on your vehicle. I mean, we talk about this stuff all the time. This is many women's worst fear. Yeah, that's creepy AF. Like, that's movie-level creepy. And honestly, honestly, it's really, it's like, dang, it's so cool that, you know, she could post that on social media. Uh, in my opinion, I would have been like, wait, who's tracking your vehicle? Maybe we should get to the bottom of this. You know, I'd be that person in the comments, but it's definitely right. cool that, you know, she was able to... um you know, kind of express that and get that out to multiple people. Yes, but definitely um, alarming. And I think for anyone, yeah. it's hard to know, like you, it's hard to know what you're supposed to do in these situations. Do I go to the police station? Is this even a tracker? So I feel like the first response I can see how it would be to like kind of be alarmed and ask people, but we will see later that um, I do believe she did go and file a police report at that point. Okay. Okay. So the manager at this time then shows detectives posts from Stan, just basically talking shit about Abby and indicating planning to report Abby for alleged prostitution. And this is prior to her um, death. He also explained that Abby was scared of Stan and believed he had been stalking her. He then gave detectives Stan's phone number. Through the phone number and post made on Instagram, they were able to discover it, it was Stanley Frank Saliga, 54, of Ir Irving, Texas. He had a 2015 Ford F-150 registered to him, and a license plate reader database reported his f 150 was photographed at Midway Road and MCUN Road, which was near Abby's residence and approximately 70 miles from the crime scene on October 26, less than an hour before the alleged murder. 
So to understand this psycho's mind state, let's read a couple of his posts. In one post on Instagram prior to her killing, he said, I never thought I'd be one of those guys taken advantage of. Sharing for awareness. Abigail S. and I since July 2021, we have been enjoying each other's company. She's so beautiful and personable that I envisioned a future with her. But dealing with all the lies is overwhelming. I realize that's part of your primary job as an adult entertainer. He also made another post saying, if you only leave your second job being a high-end prostitution ring, we can move forward. Yes, this pays 2000 per session, per session, but it is illegal. And having a boyfriend whilst having sex with other men. He also claimed to have made payments to her through Zelle for $200, $800, and $1,000. So first of all, cringe. Ugh. So many things to point out here. <laughs> But first and foremost, exotic dancers are doing a job. I want to be clear about this. They do not like you. They do not want to screw you. They are not into you. They are working. Many of them are working to pay off college or care for their children. They're not looking for no dusty ass man in a strip club. So if you don't know, now you know, damn it. Like too many times we've heard of men feeling entitled to strippers simply because of their profession. And fuck that. Like it's just a job. They don't want you. They are disgusted with the fact that you're even there in the club, you know? I'm not going to. Fellas, I have never been to a strip club day in my life. Never. Never. I mean, no shade to strip clubs because I understand that. Yeah, I, I understand that. Worked in the club. Like, I understand they're making money and there are dudes that are going to go. And so they're going to make their money. But I just feel like it's it's like delusional that some men really do think like when they go, they're like, she's into me, bro. I seen the way yeah. she looks at me. Like, they're fucking working, dude. Like, they're working. My thing is, is I like all of that, all of that was wrong to me. Every like his, cause it is a delusion. Like he is starting to fabricate this in his mind. He came up, he, he, it's almost like he fully believed this. And you know, what's really crazy is it's not like this podcast that we do. And it, um, we talk about mental health continuously and, this is a part of that. This is it just falls into that category of someone who yes, is suffering is from delusions. Yes. Yes. yes and, he's extremely delusional. Like he's thinking when he's going into the club to spend money on her, in his mind, he ha- he's thinking this is like a date. Because that's what yeah. he's saying on these posts. Like, I spent all this money with you. We've been we've had a great time spending time together. Like, bro, you came in on a Saturday night. Like, you my question is like, psycho? where's your family and all this? You know what I mean? Or like, where is someone like looking at your post and being like, "Hey, bro, um, thank you." I was going to we... say that at some point. Like, nobody thought to like comment on there. Like, what the fuck, bro? Not to mention the fact that he's in his fifties and she's twenty something. He's in his fifties. He's fifty four. Bro, gone somewhere. Get 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 on somewhere, my man's. So it's oh like, my gosh. come on, like, uh, so again, like we said, he's delusional. He's fucking outright delusional because in his head, he's thinking that 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 he's her boyfriend. Like he even said, like, 
fucking dude. And honestly, I don't even put anything into the prostitution bullshit because every dude that gets mad says that to a dancer, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. to be a fucking asshole. So, fuck all that. Like, but tries like, to... It's it's a typical thing when someone, just in general, like, they'll try to belittle you to make yes. themselves feel better. It's yes. it's a whole toxic um, yeah. freaking practice. But honestly, it's... Ah. Like, this is one of those things where it's like, y- you got to give it up to these ladies for being able to handle this right. consistently because this is, these things do happen. Me personally, yes. I say, this is, I I just said last last episode, I was just talking about how, like, I don't agree with guns. But honestly, for for ladies of, of this or just people of this um, practice, I, I believe you should. Yeah, It's because, definitely. like you said, People get caught up in this. It it is almost like uh, what is it like this story where it's like you know like they're really believing like oh this person's into me. Why I don't understand it. That I just but don't get it. But you never know when you're gonna come across a delusional person. You're right, and then have to. Like, crazy. Yeah, because really, I mean, we've seen it too on those. Uh, not to compare a movie to this real situation, but on those movies where it'll be a crazy woman right and the guy he'll cheat with her and he'll be like no i was just cheating and then she comes back and she's trying to kill him and trying to steal his baby and all that stuff um so yeah just like those are like obviously movie versions but people are crazy and people do take things too far and you just have to be careful and protect yourself so ladies if you work in texas and you are a stripper or whatever you do protect yourself get you a little gun and shoot somebody if they come and fuck with you um, but safely, obviously, and only in self-defense, because obviously anything else would be a crime. I'm not telling you to commit a crime. And for legal purposes, you should consult with a lawyer. <laughs> Sam, I just want to be known that Idris Elba did not cheat with that woman. That did not happen. <laughs> oh I don't God. know what movie you saw, but that never happened I, in the that's movies. That's so funny that that's our main one that we think of. There's yeah. so many of It's them Idris. Uh, yeah. Beyonce whooped her ass. <laughs> it was a good movie. Um, but I do that. That is that is very true, though. Yes, just protect yourself, people. But investigators state shortly after Abby's vehicle was photographed in that intersection, Stan's nasty ass was photographed seconds later, indicating that Stan was in fact following Abby. This occurred roughly 17 minutes before the 911 call reporting Abby's car exited the roadway. Upon searching Stan's vehicle license plate in the database, they found at least five different instances of Stan at this intersection near where Abby lived, indicating a pattern of stalking. One of those instances was on October 13th, the day before Abby posted that video on Instagram about the tracker. So at this point, police make contact with Stan and ask him to meet them at the police station. But he fails to show up. He actually called them 15 minutes before the meeting and told detectives he had a death in the family and wouldn't be able to make the appointment. Detectives then obtained a warrant, which was executed by the Fort Worth SWAT team. Stan refused to exit the residence where the warrant was executed and ultimately caused self-inflicted wounds to his neck that required medical attention. Shan, I'm I'm gonna go on record to say this is the best police force, probably in the country. 
I'm not going to lie to you. Stan them for a minute. Oh, God. Stan ruins everything. But he does. God. But yes, I mean, they just shut shit down. At first, I was like, oh, man, he refused to come. What'd they do? They got a warrant. They put a warrant right on his head. Why? Because he is suspect number one. They they sussed him perfectly. Went to Mm -hmm. the job. The detective work here is spotless. Who, like, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. This is amazing. Yeah, I was very happy reading how well they handled this situation. He is being held in a Tarrant County Correction Center in Fort Worth on a $250 bond. And as Chris said, I want to point out the wonderful investigating done on this case from beginning to end. We don't see that often. So again, kudos to the Fort Worth Police Department. However, I also want to mention, apparently Abby had filed a police report against Stan prior to her death and after finding that tracking device. In an article I read, it stated that police report was being used as a part of the investigation. If she did file that report, this is another example of how the system fails women time and time again when it comes to protecting them from men like this. This man was clearly stalking her, even posting about her on his social media accounts days and weeks prior to killing her. And like you said, Chris, no one thought to report these posts or maybe even reach out to him and ask him if he was on crack or something. Mm -hmm. Just seems like all the signs needed to prevent this from happening were there. Yeah, um, I 100% agree with that. And I will double down on that. That is to me just shows how far people overlook, you know, like it really like we, we have it time and time again in these situations, guys. And I hope that you guys are picking up on this and implementing this every now and again with a self checkup, but like nobody checks when your mental is not there. Something is wrong with this man and no one is checking it or, you know, getting that like under control, like, Hey, uh, my guy, like, and I mean, so it's it's one of those things. Like, yeah, I totally agree. There's, like you said, there are family members, friends, whatnot. That I mean, he was a vet too. So mm-hmm. hey, uh, military, we need to check up on our people here, make sure they're doing okay. Like, come on now, like. But there are people who've seen these posts on his social media accounts, and not one decided to report it. And not even for her sake, but for his, yeah. like he was clearly in a delusional state. And I know many times we all scroll through our things and we see something crazy and we're just like, whatever, you know, like, I'm not worried about that person. That person's weird. But at the same time, maybe we should start reporting these things and actually taking the effort and time to save someone's life because this poor woman has a five-year-old child that will now have yeah. to live without her. Guys, it's, it's past the point where we can like just label things weird that we don't want to, you know, like address it's past that point. So if it's weird, most times it's probably because there's something wrong there. When you see the homeless man, he's like, you know, looking delirious or losing his mind. You're like, Oh, he's weird. No, he's not mentally like there. Yeah. So it's, it's also very scary to know that you can just be working your job, 
being a regular. I mean, hell, I think of that all the time. Even being nice to people. I mean, I don't want to make this a woman and man thing. I'm not trying to do that. But as women, we know, I mean, you know, Chris, as women, like we, this is something we worry about every single day. Just going for a jog is one of the biggest ways a woman gets raped, sadly, is just going on a jog. So it's like these everyday tasks that you complete and you have to be scared or worried that if you're too nice to some men, they may take it wrong and they may throw you in the back of their van and it's fucked up and it's scary, you know? Like, And I think that's my biggest fear is like, there's not a set amount of things you can do that will make sure this never happens to you it is the luck of the draw and hoping that you don't come across a monster yes um yeah chance pretty much summed it up the most i can offer is just keeping aware of your surroundings and never putting yourself in a situation where you don't know the surrounding you're in if yeah. there's ever a point where you are unaware of things and now you're you're lost, you're frantic, that is the worst pos like position to be in. For everyone listening, just just know your positioning and stay aware of everything around you. Like, oh, house there, you know, like yes. look look for things like that. And Take if you are meeting anyone, <laughs> meeting anyone, I'd say like we said last episode, do it in public places and or police stations 100 yes and it's okay to take the extra precautions the extra steps that is okay take a picture of your uber license plate that is okay you are not doing too much doing too much would be to not take it and regret it later do whatever you need to do to stay safe and to be okay and don't feel bad to hurt somebody's feelings if you don't feel safe and or comfortable in a situation it is okay to be rude so that you can stay safe. That is one thing I will say to the ladies. Like, I feel like too many times over, we want to not be rude or not be betrayed as a bitch. And sometimes you just need to be that bitch. Yes. Or bring friends, power in numbers and strength numbers. You just stay safe, people. Yeah. But. Um, as of now, Stan's ugly ass is sitting in jail, as he will be until his trial. And at that point, I will keep us all updated on if he is held accountable for the crimes he has committed, which I believe there's plenty of evidence to prove that he should be. I mean, they did a hella great job with these license plate running yep. situations and stuff. Like, good job, guys. Um, so I will keep us all updated on this case. I wanted to get it out there, though, girls. Be vigilant. Be mindful. Pay attention to your surroundings. If you find a tracker on your car, go to the police over and over until they... Immediately. The problem with this is, Crystal, I hate saying this because I know the truth. You just get turned away. You just get turned away because until somebody threatens, and I know this because they won't, especially if it is your baby daddy or a husband, they will not do anything until the person has physically threatened you. So a person yeah. can mentally stalk and harass you all day long, but until they physically threaten you, they won't do anything. And that's the fucking problem. That's the laws that need to be changed. You should not yeah, be allowed to harass people. We've, um, had that multiple times come up in cases where it's like the law is actually holding back like the law is stopping progress like things from progressing because it's like oh well because of formality we can't do yeah. that 
And so, but that doesn't make sense. If this, like, for example, last case, she literally tells them that she she doesn't think that it's safe to let him back out on the streets. What happens? They let him out. Wow. It it was, Mm -hmm. it was, she was right. That, that's gotta be a thing because it's, nobody knows other than the person who's in that situation. You can't read, you know, like if this person's coming, you don't come. Let's be honest, people. You do not go to the cops unless it is a last resort. <laughs> most <laughs> yeah. most everyday Americans, if you are going to the cops, it is because you, you genuinely don't know what to do. If you're leaving yeah. things up to the cops, you don't know what to do. This is a, this is freaking like red alert. Like, oh man, wow, it's serious. Yeah. So I definitely, um, if you are ever in that situation, there are programs that help women in domestic violence situations. I would be interested to know if a woman going through a stalking situation, it's not exactly the same, but if they would maybe help the same. I'd like to look into that and let you all know, but just go to the police as much as you can. And if that doesn't work, like Chris said, protect yourself, get yourself a gun and protect yourself. Um, other than that, next week we are going to be back with another episode of Forgotten Fridays. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you can get updates on when we drop our episode every Friday. Um, we also have the YouTube channel up for those of you visual people. If you'd like to go watch that, that is under Two Bad Eggs Podcast. And as well as our Instagram page, which is Two Bad Eggs Podcast. Also, make sure you follow us, like subscribe as they say chris you're still streaming on twitch sir <laughs> underscore wait then day long uh and that's on twitch so stop by it's, it's fun times that's what's up and make sure you catch us on next week's episode of forgotten fridays bye guys bye guys <laughs>